I am rolling. Because we've got to do a, like a Halloween-y intro. No, no, no. I tell you what. I tell you what. You do an impression of like mm-hmm. a 35-year-old working class, low-wage earner who has... Who- Hi. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Rob McFarlane. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 I once knew these two guys. Each, in their own way, had had it all and blew it, left with broken brains and battered bravery, having to find parts of themselves they had seen in film and cinema. But who were they anymore? If they were going to do this, it needed to be the most thorough search for identity ever undertaken. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast with your hosts, Ben Groves and Rob McFarland. This episode contains spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. Welcome to an extra spooky Halloween episode. Spooky, spooky, Halloween-y. Of our mental health check-in, where we call each other every week, check the other one is all right, chat for a little bit, probably more than a little bit to be fair uh and then once we're in a good place we talk about a movie and yeah you know it's a good way of keeping in touch with the mates good way of keeping healthy it's very cheap therapy (laughs) (laughs) it's just cheaper than a therapist and i don't have to you know put yeah yeah. on a social battery talking to a stranger because i can just talk to you that's true recharge a social battery before we get to what we're doing for halloween yes how are you doing this halloween ben i am buddy you are i am <laughs> i am cogito ego sum <laughs> <laughs> i am feeling all the fucking emotions man and i don't know why right i feel like i started working on myself mm-hmm. and i started really fucking trying to look mm-hmm. inside yep. right yep i've gone too far i hate it here uh, i cry at everything Good. i'm laughing at everything and Good. i get real fucking like I don't know. I'd, I'm far enough along the spectrum, mm-hmm. right, to be confused by emotions. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't change when I feel them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no idea what's happening. Why is my face wet? <laughs> this is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm watching Star Wars. Why am yeah, I in bits? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was late talking to you last night mm-hmm. because I was sitting in my car having a weep <laughs> because I, I found a song a good and was song. like... I heard a great song and had a moment, and it's been a fucking long while since that it. Think of it as like post-orgasm sensitivity, Ben. It's just post-emotional orgasm sensitivity, you know? Okay. You don't want to... It's just... It's all a bit heightened. Yeah. You know? It's it's odd, though, man. Like, you, you decide to start working on yourself and really fucking, like, accepting your shit, and then all of a sudden, boom, emotions. Yeah, man. Emotions, man. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I am uh, working on myself in different ways. Well, you look fantastic. Thank you. I've worked heavily on my lighting. Um, Mm -hmm. I am trying my hardest to change my practical situation before I deal with my emotional situation. Now, you may call that displacement. I call that making sure that I'm talking about the right things with the therapist when I eventually get one. Nice. Uh, So I had my driving lesson. I did a... My instructor gave me a mock test good how'd it go i got three majors which is excellent 
Um, with three major like faults. Penalties, yeah, yeah. Like each, it... each one of them oh, okay. would have resulted in a fail. Sure, sure. At one point, I stalled the car four times in a in a very busy junction. That's a no no. Bugs Bunny hopping through into the yellow <laughs> checkbox. It was excellent. Kangaroo petrol. But yeah, three majors. That's not too bad, man. To be Better fair. than minors, mate. The majors don't get trapped in a hole in Thailand, do they? <laughs> oh. So... <laughs> Ooh, but at least they had a Foo Fighters CD. You know what I mean? Yeah, very true. Very true. <laughs> yeah. What are we what are we doing today, Ben? Today, buddy, for our super spooky Halloween episode, Ooh. we thought that everyone, every man and his dog is going to be covering horror. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Everyone else has got horror covered. So what we're going to be doing is we we went out and we found a film that isn't a horror but should be. Yeah, something that scares us. You know, some people are scared of vampires. Some people are scared of monsters. Yeah. I'm scared of commitment. So let's do a rom-com. This is the rom-com that should have been a horror because it Mm. is... I genuinely, buddy, cannot believe that this is marketed as a (laughs) rom-com. I then further cannot believe that this is just widely accepted Mm -hmm. as a rom-com. We are, of course, going to be doing... The Switch. The Switch, a 2010 rom-com starring Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston mm. that cost 19 million to make and made 50 million despite Jesus. critical panning. Yeah, shocker. Listeners have been deafening in their silence about this film. And I oh, it's hurt my ears. Yeah, it's yeah. just not, not a word has been said. I know. And so we thought we'd get right on it and cover... Uh, I've got in my notes here what I can only describe as H.R. Geiger's Mr. Bean. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're going to spend the next bit of time justifying that statement. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that's kind of... All right. I'm into that. Do you want to start us off with a breakdown there, buddy? Let's just drop the obligatory spoiler warning for those people that have seen this movie and can't remember it. I wouldn't blame you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those people who have no intention of ever seeing this movie... I also wouldn't blame you. We commend you. We commend you. We're going to just give you a quick rundown of what happens in this film so you know what's happening and what we're talking about later on in the episode. Yeah. If you are planning to see this film, obviously, spoiler don't. warning. <laughs> or, or just don't. Yeah, Yeah. we just saved you two hours. You are welcome. Happy Halloween. Right. Let's break it down. <laughs> Wally, played by Jason Bateman, and Cassie, played by Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. are failed lovers turned Best friends forever. Aww. Right. Being a successful uh, New Yorker? What is Cassie's job? I couldn't tell you. She's just a female in New York. She's a media lady. She's media. But being successful and stable, Cassie begins to worry about her biological clock ticking away and decides to use a sperm donor to become pregnant. Wally, however, gets very upset at this uh, and tries to mansplain her mind into being changed. But uh, Cassie's tired of waiting and is ready to be a mum right now because it is her body, after all. All the power to you. Yeah, after asking for support from her supposed best friend, Cassie finds a donor and decides to go ahead with her plan, regardless of Wally being a pouty man baby face, negging, (laughs) literally negging her at every turn. At Cassie's insemination party, Wally gets very... Very drunk. He gets spiked, basically, but yeah. I mean, he gets shit-faced himself, and then he gets given a pill? Yeah. (laughs) By Cassie's mate? Yeah. So, it's like spiking adjacent. He gets very, very inebriated, and in that classic Wally fashion, (laughs) G-Willikers, fucks around with the fresh sperm sample Mm -hmm. by pretending to pour it down a sink whilst the tap's running, and then accidentally... 
Whoops-a-daisy rinses the fucking sperm sample down the sink. Come on, So, I'm just going to spell this out. They have spent weeks searching for a suitable donor that his best friend is going to use to make her baby. And what Wally does is pours it down the fucking sink by accident loose air quotes because it's a uh, you know it's a it's a it's a is it is it sure yeah sure 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 sure, ben, sure 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 like, sure I sure, feel like you're sure. being I feel like you're being unfair here sure. um, you and I can probably have lost probably lost count of the times that we're round our best friend's house mm-hmm. playing with another man's sperm in a cup yeah to be fair accidents are gonna happen right because it's yeah, just a thing you do you see a cup of semen and you're like I'm going to play with that yeah of course it's like yeah it's like play-doh or play. oh I don't Ah, oh, you made it tactile. I don't. I made it sticky. Oh. <laughs> Wally does what any best friend would do in this situation after possibly ruining his best mate's future plans and her big party. Right? He explains what happens and gets Roland yeah. to jerk off again. Fresh sample. Yeah. Everyone carries on as normal. Best friends support best friends. Yada yada yada. Nafam, this fucking idiot jerks his <laughs> own baby gravy into the sample pot like a fucking creeper. And then mm-hmm. heads to his mate's house, shit-faced, at 3 a.m. He goes to um, Leonard's house, played by Jeff Goldblum, who Goldblum. we'll get to later, but is should be ashamed mm. for being anywhere in this film. Um, mm. He gets to Jeff Goldblum's house, but can't remember what he's done. After telling Wally that Cassie is pregnant, Cassie mm. also tells him that she's moving home to be near her family and that New York City is not the place to be raising her child. Eventually... They lose touch, and the years pass by. Wah, 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 Sigaros-themed wah. montage of seasons changing over tall buildings. Yeah. Until seven years after leaving New York, Cassie gets a great job at NBC, because she's, you know, a professional U Professional U New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And moves back with her son, Sebastian. Uh, reuniting great over name. dinner. Uh, Sebastian. Uh, reuniting over dinner. <laughs> Wally notices that him and Sebastian share a lot of the same traits, being a cunt. Mm. Sebastian collects new photo frames with the pictures that come with the frame in them. Uh, We later find out that it's so he can pretend that they're his family, which is not creepy. This makes Wally (laughs) sad because he also didn't have a papa and wants nothing more, but doesn't remember forcing himself being a dad on his best friend yet. Yeah, it's... It's, it's problematic at this point. <laughs> it's ill-advised. Yes. So Cassie and Roland. The- <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's, that's the best the line in the film. Yeah, that's the best, best line. line. It's the only good. It's, the, it's one of two good lines in the movie. Please continue. There's a couple. There's a couple. Cassie and Roland, the sperm donor, mm. get back in touch with each other, begin dating and becoming serious. Even though Sebastian and Wally don't like Roland. Wally and Leonard start talking about the night of the insemination party and eventually remember what Wally did. Seven years later, they have this mm, conversation, Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, you were mentioning about wanking in a cup. Yeah, my bad. Mm. Soz, should have said that seven <laughs> years ago. Leonard tells Wally that he has to tell Cassie, but to also talk to a lawyer because mm. Leonard understands in the only moment of logic present in this entire fucking film... That what Wally has done... Is a literal crime. Literal crime! But Wally misses his chance. 
He realizes that he's in love with Cassie. After 13 years in the friend zone and actively sabotaging her life choices, he realizes that he's in love. Mm. Finally, the penny drops. After failing multiple times to tell Cassie about the reverse bank robbery he performed on her womb, (laughs) I'm not reading that next line. (laughs) Come on. I put work into this. Uh, I mean, okay, yeah, he put work into that (laughs) cup, but it doesn't make it worthwhile. Yeah, um, it does. Right, okay. After failing <laughs> tell to, to tell... Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, no. Sebastian is a crime against narrative. <laughs> After failing to tell Cassie about the reverse bank robbery he performed on her womb... Continue. Mm-hmm. ...with his sticky drunk cum a couple of times, mm-hmm. mainly because Wally thinks he has a shot here and would much rather pursue than come clean about the seven-year-old child that Cassie's raising, fully believing he's Roland's kids. Best friend, by the way. Best uh, friend. Wally finally gets this, his chance. Wally finally gets his chance at a formal brunch that Cassie's having for Roland, the sperm donor's family, and where Roland plan where Roland plans on proposing to Cassie. When Roland stands up to propose, Wally tells Cassie what happened in front of Roland and his family. How considerate had many, many opportunities about this. Cassie walks out of the room. Wally follows. She slaps him, tells him that he'll never see her or Sebastian ever again. Finally, some logic, right? Call the cops, get a restraining order, Mm. build a solid foundation for your child and thoroughly vet anyone and everyone that is entering your life to ensure Mm. they are not fucking psychopaths like Wally, right? Nah, buddy. Nah, nah. Because a little time <laughs> later, Wally comes out of his work and he sees Cassie waiting for him. Aww. She tells him she isn't going to marry Roland after all because... <gasps> How come? He isn't you, Wally. What? I, just, I, was just looking for a, I was just looking for someone exactly like you and then I realised it's you. Um... That doesn't can, track in this situation, no, you no. fucking mental. Uh, and he can see Sebastian after all, because, you know, you're Sebastian's dad. You wanked in a cup. Yeah. That gives you rights. Yeah, you wanked in a cup and kept it secret from me for seven years. Yeah. And then watched me nearly marry a person that I had time to actively fall in love uh, with. And then ruined that under the proposal. Yeah, 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 yeah. He asks her to marry him right there and then. And she says, in what I think is a sure sign of a budding romance. Yeah. Probably. Nothing nothing says romance to me mm. than an open-ended answer to a marriage proposal. Yeah, brilliant. Will you marry me? We'll see. Possibly. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, darling, let's buy a house by the beach. Mm. So fast cut to a happy family home where everyone is completely cool with everything that's happened to this point. Mm-hmm. Their friends don't give a fuck about how insane this all was. Jeff Goldblum plays the best happy birthday rendition you have ever heard, and a dog gets adopted. Roll credits, burn this fucking film. It is a horror show. Yeah, and that's the that's that's yes. everything that happens in the film. Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston, the best friends. She wants IVF. Mm. He swaps the cum in the jar for his own. Mm-hmm. Lets her mm-hmm. raise his fucking child for seven years, yeah. thinking it's another man's. Let's her fall in love with that donor, ruins the proposal, and she goes, yeah. how romantic, and they live happily ever after, having barbecues and Jeff Goldblum on the piano. 
Yeah, how romantic. You let me bond with the sperm donor so that I think that I'm giving my child the happy family that he's craving. And then all of a sudden, no, 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 no. You performed a heist on my womb. Yeah. Now, Ben, it's Halloween and I have one question for you, right? What's the question? When we said we should do horrific non-horror movies and you said, I've got the perfect film. And immediately yes. pulled this, right? <laughs> now, you're not wrong. This is H.R. Yeah. Geiger, non-consensual pregnancy, face hugger, yes. I've put my yes. seed in you, meets mm-hmm. Mr. Bean, because Wally yeah. is a fucking inept <laughs> prick, right? Yeah. So it's Mr. Bean non-consensually impregnating you. Yes. That's horrific. Yeah. But my question is, how the fuck have you seen this? <laughs> Okay. Did you? Did okay. you? Is this City World Unlimited? Did, were you there? Just be like, oh, I don't know what it is. It's the, it's the Switch. I'll just go see it. Did you think you were getting a Nintendo? Do you know what this was? Right. I've got a slight obsession with Jason Bateman. Right. Right. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the funniest people that exists. Yeah. Not. Not for any particular role, because every role he plays. Yeah. Is Jason Bateman right? This is just raper Jason <laughs> Bateman. And from now on, I'm going to call him Adjacent Bateman. (laughs) Adjacent Bateman. Fuck. That's a a tough call, man. So my Jason Bateman obsession was getting a little out of control. And he has done a film with Ryan Reynolds called the switch up or yeah the change up sorry some, yeah. the change it's up the, the switch, switch up, up something it's the switch like up yeah yeah i was like oh i'm just gonna give that a watch to see how it goes downloaded the, uh the switch it was you know one that came yeah. up uh put it on and i was like is jennifer aniston in this film mm. and then it got going and i was like this is nothing like what i read when like, is ryan when reynolds wait when is yeah, ryan when reynolds does he turning in a fountain when do, when does he change bodies with Ryan Reynolds? I thought this was like parent trap or like fucking, you know, 13 going on 30. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So that all happened. And then I watched it and it got to the point where he's playing with a cum in the bathroom. And I was like, mm. I, the genuine shock on my face I was like, this is a literal, this is a literal panic attack that's happening yeah, right now. This is, yeah. this is horrendous. Why is this man doing this? And why is why are none of the filmmakers pointing out that this is extremely odd, dude? Why are they why are they playing this like this is a perfectly normal thing for a drunk man to do? I have been Ben. I have been what I can only describe as mm. like heroically drunk at times okay. in my life. Yeah, I've been at the point where conscious brain is shut down, and I'm still yeah. conscious. It's all just reptile brain. I went yeah, to Amsterdam, yeah. and I now can't go back without paying at least six grand. That's how drunk I was. Understandable. I've never, I've never once gone, might play with some strangers come in a jar. It's just not a thing. But the filmmakers are like, oh, this is, this is believable. This is the thing that people do. Okay, so imagine my surprise when it gets to this point and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a real fucking dark film. Mm. This is going to take a sinister turn. It's going to be one of those weird films that's marketed yeah. as nice and lovely, but it turns out that like the incel best friend is a fucking creeper. Yeah, yeah. No! No, no, no. Straight off the fucking straight. Like every rule in the book is ticked off for this rom-com. Yeah. It was, that's what terrified me more that this yeah. got pushed out. Market as a rom-com. Everyone's fine with it. Mental. No, 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 no. Horror. Yeah. It is sinister as shit. Yeah. It's it, change the score in this. Take the eels out of the soundtrack <laughs> and put in some sort of like ominous cellos and violins. And you have yourself uh, like a novel from the 1930s. Played out for the modern era. Where the creep gets the girl. Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 
It's just a story of mental illness. <laughs> Watching this, I was struck by, because uh, it sort of kicks in, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, great. Mm. Love adjacent Bateman. Sure. Jennifer Anderson was great in the morning show. This is great. And then the film, about 90 seconds in, is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Genius right. But the film peaks 90 seconds into its runtime. Yes, it does. Where yes. in the establishing shot of adjacent Bateman walking through... New York City. He is waiting at the traffic lights and there is a, a homeless man with Tourette's just mm-hmm. coming up with incredibly offensive nicknames for the people he sees. He's like, oh... Oh, it's incredible. What was the one with the pig face? Pig face, gimpy leg, limpy bitch. There we go. There we, like yeah, this. exactly right. And he's he just yelling keeps this. Saying, he's yelling it, and he just keeps yeah. saying it again gimp and face, again. Limpy, limpy, gimpy, uh, pig face, bitch. Uh, gimp leg, pig face, limpy bitch. Jason Bateman. <laughs> Jason Bateman sees what's going on, matches his eye, and then the guy just starts going, "Beady eyed man boy." Beady eyed, beady eyed man boy. Beady eyed man boy looking at me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beady eyed man boy looking at me. That is the only time this film <laughs> made the corners of my mouth rise. The rest of the time, my jaw was on the fucking floor believing that this got made. <laughs> okay. I laughed at the bit after that as well. I, mm. I, I, did a, I didn't laugh. I did a little chuckle. Right. Because Jason Bateman or uh, Wally is now in a spin being sort mm-hmm. of like, that man had no reason to lie about it. It was just truth serum Tourette's and he's genuinely affected by it. And the thought of that homeless man yelling, beady-eyed little man boy looking Mm. at me continuously at him has ruined (laughs) his day and given him a complex. I found that hilarious. I don't know why. Yeah. I just think it's funny. I I think the thing is, is it switches so quickly to Bateman being a gaslighting incel of the worst degree, (laughs) right? There is a scene Mm. in this where he's, he's, uh, it's established early on that he has horribly fuck-zoned Aniston, right? Yes. They're friends, but he resents the fact that she won't fuck him. Yes. So he's put her in the fuck zone. And they keep talking about, oh, friend zone, friend zone, friend zone. No, if you find yourself in the friend zone, it's because you have fuck zoned a woman. Mm. That is what you've done. You've said, I or like the other you. Way well, oh, it could you... be the other way around. Yeah, all the time, Ben. That happens all the time. <laughs> I'm not saying all the time. I'm just saying it could do. I'm not saying that space sets on fire, Rob. They go but to I a imagine p- that that's a possibility at some point. All right, Roy Batty. <laughs> Tears in the rain, motherfucker, right? So there's a scene where they go to a party and she's being cracked on to by the very tall film producer, Mm. quite a good looking dude. She is beautiful. Yeah, right. She's in a vibe. He interrupts their conversation, takes her out to the balcony, has a 30 second conversation with her and then locks Mm. the door on his way back in, leaving her stranded in winter on a balcony on the 28th floor. And that's yes. apparently funny for the audience. A woman's autonomy being taken away from her and her being locked outside like a dog. I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not hysterical. And at that right? point I went, <laughs> I'm going to struggle to find this film funny. Yeah. It's, at that point it gets rough. Yeah. And that's just tip of the iceberg, right? So this is where I struggle. Right. Because... My obsession with Bateman is is very real. Right. I love him to pieces. He plays one character in every film. He does, You watch yep. him in Horrible Bosses. Yep. He's the same person as he is in yep. The Change Up. Yeah. He's the same person that he is in The Switch. Yeah. He's the same person that he is in Ozark. No, he's not. Three. In Ozark, he's different. No, don't. I will fight you in a car park. He's just suppressing it. All right? He's just got shit to do, but he's still the fun-loving, like the go-to dad. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, you're saying so the dad in Ozark is just in people's bathrooms playing with semen? Is that 
I'm saying it's not it's not <laughs> too far of a of a leap. Oh, of okay, yeah, there's fire in space. Happen, right? Yeah, yeah, it could happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that it can happen or that it will happen. I'm just saying that it it could. Yeah, fem cells maybe. are a real problem, Ben. <laughs> God, there's so many single guys getting murdered because they won't fuck women. Yeah. Oh. I'm not saying it happens all the time, but it could happen, is your argument. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good one. I'm just saying right, it's okay. a possibility. Right, yes. So yes, Jason Bateman is the same character in every film. He's very charming in this film, yeah, and that's yeah. problematic for me because I want to like him, but mm. everything that he says, does, and is is horrendous. You see, I think it's pure halo effect on your on your part. I think if you saw if this was your first Jason Bateman film, you would hate everything else he's done yeah a hundred percent i would think he was the worst person i think it's only because you've got this like backwash of goodwill yeah feeding into this movie yeah yeah that you can get through it like i have with ozark bad words a whole bunch of stuff i'm like oh he's great i'm willing i'm willing but if it. this was my first jason bateman movie this would give me a phobia this is like your first dog being a psychopathic rottweiler that scars your face yeah now, I meet a psychopathic Rottweiler and I'm like, oh, he's beautiful. And the dog's like, yay, I'm happy with you. But if I was a toddler with one of those, it would not happen for me with dogs. And I feel like if you've never seen a Patrick Bateman movie and you want to develop a strong... Who's Patrick dis- Bateman? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's uh, adjacent to Jason. <laughs> yeah, he's Patrick Wilson. He's he's Jason Bateman adjacent. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking speaking of psychopaths that um that that sure. are w- worthy of murder, mm-hmm. I think I might be one. <laughs> okay, well this is an interesting thing to find out about your best friend during a mental health check in. Yeah, right. Yeah, so so I was watching this film, and the reason I think that this is a worthy Halloween choice is mm-hmm. I would fight through a crowd of much larger people. Okay, in order to slap the child in this film right across the face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Like, Sebastian. Yeah. He's like the, da- he's like what? Damien times 911. Get fucked. I hate this child <laughs> so much. Why? What is it about him? It, he's just a product of weak weak parenting. He's taken out <laughs> to dinner to meet his mum's best mate. His mum's best mm. mate has spent 84 pounds on food. And he's like, Dollars. I don't th- oh, so, yeah, 84 monies <laughs> on the food, right? Yeah. And and he goes, I don't think we should eat duck because of ethical reasons. And then the mummy goes, well, that's all right, sweetie. We'll park the 84 money's worth of food that's been pre-made mm-hmm. for you who are seven. Yeah. And all the adults will just sit around this table eating soy sauce and rice. And at that point, I would have walked over and been like, no, she's raising the next fucking Hitler. I mean, A, you're going to be a great dad someday. Okay, I can really see it. <laughs> B, I'm not sure that the trajectory of not wanting to eat duck regardless of cost mm-hmm. and ending up at trying to rule the free world. It perfectly tracks because what it tracks is I'm seven, you're my parent and that's a stranger yeah. And I'm allowed to dictate what you do yeah. because of my beliefs. And the parents saying, yeah, okay. Okay. Do you know what I think the problem is there? Just really quickly, hold on. I'm still caught up on the Hitler thing. Where's the duck feeding on Hitler? Is that like chapter one of Mein Kampf? You open yeah, it up yeah, and yeah. it's das, das Mallard. Like, <laughs> I 
where the it's, track's going. It's the imposing your will on others, regardless of, of okay. the oh, fact that I, you have no you. right. You know, I understand it now. It's my view of the world is the one that we will subscribe to. It's I don't care. Mine view. <laughs> <laughs> so in that whole situation, you are right. They are piss weak parents. Yeah. Uh, if I it, let's say, let's say if you disappear out of my life for seven mm. years, right? Yeah, yeah. And you go to raise your kid, and then you come back to me, and yeah. are like, "Hey, we should go get dinner and hang out." And then yeah, yeah. I then make the decision to go. I know this a great vegan restaurant. place, incredible vegan great place. place. We're going to go there, make insanely good food. Yeah, and I yeah. Call ahead. I order the thing, and your kid turns around to me and goes, "I don't think we should eat this. I don't think we should eat this because hamburgers. The soy farms are taking up too much rainfall." I'd be like, "Well, that's fine, buddy. You go fucking hungry. Here's a bit of rice. Yeah, me and your pops. Yeah, we're going to fill our boots with the shit that we love. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be delicious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to learn pretty fucking quick that beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> And there's a whole subplot in this where the child is getting bullied. And I'm like, yeah, I can see why. Same. Right. But also, I th- I think I was that kid a little bit. I was like, you know what I mean? I'd stick my nose up at some stuff just to be a dick half the time. I yeah, don't know but why. You, being, you were being a dick, you know? And it was like, oh, he's been a dick. He's, oh, he's learning. This is like, no, this yeah. is a dick. It's not self-aware dickery. <laughs> this is fully formed. Yeah, This yeah. is final yeah, form yeah, yeah. evolution Yeah, dick. yeah, this is Super like- Saiyan dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he grew up without a dad man you can't blame him don't bring that in neither of us grew up with dads and we we're not fucking dictating our parents choices yeah all right yeah i guess don't even get me started on the buying weird picture frames bullshit where this kid his favorite thing is getting bought picture frames and he keeps the, the fucking example picture that goes in there and he makes up stories about who they all are oh, i find that quite sad what do you mean you found that sad? I found it quite sad. I don't know. I can't help it's it. Terrifying. I don't understand these fucking emotions, you fuck. I'm in them. I don't get them. It just made me a bit sad. I didn't weep. I didn't cry. It just made me a bit sad. It's like one of four emotions I felt in this film, and that was it. It was very brief. I was like, ah, and then it passed. The sentence, the sentence, he used to collect framed pictures of strangers is a mm. sentence that's often used in like a true crime documentary yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. the perpetrator. Oh, He used to keep framed pictures of strangers yeah. next to the skinned woodlouse and rats that he kept <laughs> under his right, pillows. Exactly. It'd be like some homespun, homespun woman being like, I remember he used to collect pictures of people that he didn't know and make them his family members. He used to gift Cletus the skinned rats. <laughs> We've gone really I, deep south on this. Have we? I don't know what accent this is. I don't know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> apologies. Ben, ben, if you're offended by this accent, apologies. If not, you're welcome. Yeah. My favourite thing is before the episode, me bigging up how good you are at the accent and then letting you do it and then being like, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Oh no, I'm aware of it. Like I lean into it now. I don't. I don't. I don't practice the accents to get good at them. I practice them to be loud. Mm. That's, that's mm. the only thing that I'm doing now. Very much like this film. Yeah. So speaking of tiny cunts, mm. Bateman. Yeah. Creeping in the shadows for well over a decade. Yeah. Is sinister as shit. And it's the epitome of the, oh, she didn't friend zone me. We're best uh, friends guy, right? It's, yep. it's it's that guy, but it's personified. It's turned up to 100. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's intense. So rather than like moving on and being happy 
with like you know new people yeah. going yeah, yeah. out and trying to meet someone that actually fucking likes you yeah <laughs> like, or like realizing that if everyone you meet smells like shit it's your own shoes you know what I mean yes. it's like, oh I, you know I, I mean? hate everyone every woman I meet is just not for me and I'm like well, that's because you're a cunt yeah so rather <laughs> than doing any of that yeah he's forced his hand into genetically parentally being a part of his best friend's life mm. forever yeah by switching the fucking sperm yeah at Cassie's insemination party. Mm, That's yeah. fucking insane. Like, drunk or not, right? Yeah, yeah. Flags had to have been there. There's got to have been warning signs that this might be a person that wants more than what I'm able to give them. Right? Yeah, or if, if there were none, it's on him for not having made it clear that he wanted more. Do you know what I mean? If he's just sat that there was being my like... exact next point <laughs> of him being like, if there are no flags there, yeah, yeah. and it's like a, he's purposefully hiding them, Yeah, both of those outcomes are not favourable for Bateman's character. But it extends beyond the, the before the insemination, right? So you go, okay, he's done, a, yeah. he's done the bad thing, he's gotten drunk, he's forgotten it, right? Sure. And you think, okay, well, what this, I, well, at least I, what I thought this film was going to do was turn it around. The first 50% of the movie, he was going to seem irredeemable. And then the second half of the movie is going to be him, seven years older, having grown, having changed, atoning for his mistakes, owning his shit, realizing what he did. Right. No, 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 no. The second half of this film is Jason Bateman cuckolding Jennifer Aniston as a parent. <laughs> Whilst gaslighting yeah. everyone, including himself, that he's a good person. Yeah. There are times where he's parenting the child that no one knows is his. Yes. In front of her. Yes. And she goes, what the fuck? Except the parenting that he does turns out to be the right parenting. Yeah. And she's shown to be a bad mother or a bad parent. And he knows better. The scriptwriters are like, okay, yeah, what we'll do is we'll have him intervene mm-hmm. into the parent-child relationship that isn't his. Yes. But it's okay because actually he's the better parent than his actual fucking mother. Yes. It is. Uh, what's horrifying about this is that there was a period of time when mm-hmm. a large group of people read this script and didn't go, we can't release this. I have a theory on this, Rob, that I wanted to float your way. Right. I think someone somewhere owed the studio a film, right? Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, were like, yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. I did say I was going to do that. I've blown the advance. What do I do? <laughs> I have six weeks to pull a script out of my ass yeah. and sell it to a bunch of famous people that mm-hmm. is just going to move some money around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think they called in some favors. Mm-hmm. They got. Every single cast member, they were just sort of like, look, it's shit. Phone it in, (laughs) get the paycheck, fucking help me out, Uh because Miramax are going to fist me if I don't get them this fucking movie by January. I agree with you, because Goldblum plays the Goldblum character, Aniston plays the Aniston character. She does. Uh, Bateman plays adjacent Bateman. He does. I think nobody remembered to tell Patrick Wilson. I think okay, because yeah. he he's is the, the only, only one that person actually, like, in this who's turned up to act. <laughs> yeah, he's the, honestly, and he he kind of nails it, man. He does this whole thing of Patrick Wilson plays uh, Roland, the sperm donor. He's married to someone else, but they wanted to do something nice, right? So he he donates his sperm or he sells his sperm. Yeah. Further down the line, when Jennifer Aniston's back in New York after she's gone and raised mm-hmm. Sebastian for seven years, he's recently divorced. 
and he's teetering a bit on the edge, right? Yeah. So he is also an adult in a situation that is not going to be beneficial to the child mm-hmm. or himself yeah. or anyone else that he includes in this mess that he's currently yeah. sort of trying to deal with, right? But he pulls it off so fucking well mm-hmm. that you're genuinely like, oh my God, yeah, someone's acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and it's a shock. It's a shock. Yeah, is uh, yeah. The thing is, though, right? Is you're not supposed to like his character, and I don't like his character. But yes. he's the only person in this who is in any way a human being, or like a, a human Dude. being adjacent Bateman, right? Yes, yeah. it's, 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 <laughs> it's it's like Aniston does not behave like any person I have ever met. No, Bateman obviously doesn't. Well, I fucking hope not. And but Patrick's kind of he's 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 doing the best with what he's yeah. got, right? And then Bateman shows up and fucking like prods and prods around for the cracks, and then yeah. just exploits the weaknesses. Yeah, right? yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He yeah. genuinely tries to dig in early, and he's like, mm. "Back the fuck away from my best friend." All yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. I've just got her back. You're not going to take that shit away <laughs> yeah, from me. Yeah. Which is really like possessive and like yeah and disgusting, yeah, disgusting, and horrifying, horrifying. Because Cassie has no idea about this shit. No, she genuinely believes mm. that Bateman's her best friend. It is a fucking nightmare fueled horror show for Cassie, and she is completely unaware of all of it, uh. dude. My trust issues for this entire fucking film are sky high. They are through the fucking roof. It honestly put me in mind of and the moment where I was like, this is really making my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. You know cuckoo clocks, right? Yes. You know cuckoos, the bird that their the cuckoo clocks feature? Yes. So Not personally. No, you're not friends with any of them? Man, no one returns my emails. Right, well, I'm friends with a few, and uh, they were they were telling me about how they procreate, right? Okay. This is a weird conversation to have with a friend. No, mate. How- Did you know that I wank into a cup and then pretend to pour it down a sink? <laughs> That's basically what cuckoos do. Yeah. <laughs> they will find the nest of a different species of bird, and they will lay their egg in that. Okay. The bird that owns the nest, it's like a sparrow or whatever, will come home, see its eggs, and go, cool, these are my babies. It will sit right. on the eggs, it will nurture them, it will incubate them for the gestation period mm-hmm. of both its own babies and the cuckoo. Okay. When they're all ready to hatch, the cuckoo baby waits until its siblings, its its adopted siblings hatch. Yeah. It then hatches. The mother imprints with the cuckoo. Yeah. The mother now thinks this is my child. Okay. And then when mummy's out the house, cuckoo baby will lift the smaller birds and chuck them out the nest until it's the only child remaining. What the fuck, man? Right. Because nature is savage and nature don't give a fuck. Yeah. And then I was watching this rom-com with Jason Bateman and Jennifer yeah. Aniston, and I was like, fucking hell, he's cuckooed her. Yeah, he's a cuckoo. He's literally put his he's put his genetic material in her nest and fucked oh off for God. seven years while she raises it and then comes in quick enough to be like, I think you should be doing this. It is horrifying oh my god and it reads it genuinely reads like they've just like checked the dustpan of the janitor who swept the floor of the writer's room yes glued bits together read scan reddit went yeah it's roughly in order and then just straight to set yeah it's words straight to set no one yeah. double checked this script <laughs> there was one printout of this script yeah <laughs> everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. share everyone right. share and it's just this big pile of shit and it's a pile of shit that's so smelly 
mm. even being in the same room as this pile of shit means you've got shit on you. Goldblum now has <laughs> shit on him. Bateman's now got shit on him. The Eels, Eels have now got shit on them for appearing twice in this soundtrack with what uh, I can only describe as incel anthems. <laughs> What the fuck? Did, when did they start writing this shit? Like, right. what album is this from? Because I missed this album. But here's my thing about everyone's got shit on them. Yeah. Is that now I listen to Beautiful Freak and I'm like, it is a bit incel isn't it? Don't do this. I haven't listened to him since watching this film. Yeah. Do I need to? Is this like a, yeah. a reassessment? I'm saying everyone's got, we've got shit on us now. Fuck, man. There are going to be listeners being like, I loved, I loved every movie ever until they covered the switch. And then, yeah. I don't know if, yeah, you know. Right, I feel like they switched out the sperm sample. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they promised me yeah, Patrick yeah. Wilson and they gave me adjacent basement. <laughs> they promised us Patrick Bateman. It was a Halloween. They didn't do American Psycho. <laughs> they did Jason Bateman and Patrick Wilson. Yeah. yeah. H.R. Geiger's Mr. Bean. <laughs> God, that's fucked. <laughs> Well, I mean, if we've got shit on us, that means you, dear listener, sorry to say. I've got shit on you. And it's all our fault. Happy Halloween. Uh, This is the part of the show, Rob, Mm -hmm. where we have spoken about this rom-com that is marketed as a rom-com. It contains nothing but horror story, nightmare fuel. Uh, Everyone accepts it as a Mm rom-com. I want to know Mm -hmm. your laugh count. Mm-hmm. I want to know your cry count. Mm-hmm. I want to know your, ooh, that made me feel romantic count. Right. And I want to know your stable, mm. logically sound adult character count. So let's start with a laugh count. How many times did you no, laugh? No, 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 no. Let's not start with a laugh count. Let's do okay. all of them together because the number is zero. Uh, is close to zero for all of them. Okay. Laugh count was beady-eyed man boy. And ninety seconds into the film, I yeah. smiled. So I didn't laugh. Okay. I smiled. Okay. Cry not at all because yeah. I'm not at that point where I'm just post orgasmic sensitive like you with your emotions. This bounced off me like piss off the side of a tank. And okay. well, sane adults that seemed very offensive. That got me in my feels. So. <laughs> <laughs> and there are no sane adults in this film. There are none. There, there are, are none. Literally zero. No. Uh, the, one of the bartenders might have been. I don't know. They didn't say I'm, much. Um, I, no. It, Juliet <laughs> Lewis is in this film, Ben. Juliet natu- Lewis. A natural born killer read this yeah. script and went, yeah, this is yeah. a good next move for me. You know that she is literally mental in real life though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've listened to Juliet and the Licks. <laughs> Dude, I've seen them in... I saw them at Hyde Park in London. Right, we paid extra for the tickets to get into the gold circle. You know, like the right at the front near the near the front stage. This stage, Rob, was maybe thirteen or fourteen feet high, yeah. and about twelve feet away from the fencing mm-hmm. of the gold circle. <laughs> Juliet Lewis mm-hmm. <laughs> ran and dived right. face first what? off the stage <laughs> what? into the crowd into what she thought was going to be the crowd. No, dude, I have. Never seen no. someone hit a metal railing with such force oh. in my entire life. Dude, she fucking like face planted this shit. Do you want to know what she did after though? Stood up immediately, climbed on the railing, crowd surfed all the way back. Oh my God. Didn't, it was like nothing happened. Nothing happened whatsoever. She fucking face planted and was like, I'm fine. Well, that's why she's in this film then, because she can clearly take a fucking hit. 
Dude, yeah, without <laughs> honestly, without even batting an eyelid, she's just back up on her feet, dusting it off, being like, "Well, that was fun." What's and your that's it? What's your laugh count, cry count, medal, mental, like sane adult count? All right, my laugh count is three. I laughed three right. times in this. Right, beady eyed man, beady eyed little man boy. Yeah, and then the post Obviously, bit to that where he bothered him all day. Uh no, that made me smile. It made me right. chuckle a little bit. There wasn't really much of a laugh. Um. I laughed at Jeff Goldblum when he was like, when they're having the discussion with him and Wally and they're figuring out that yeah. he switched the sample and that Sebastian's his kid. Yeah. And Jeff Goldblum's reaction is, oh my God, dude, what? Mm. The, this is ill advised. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Okay. And yeah. No, like, that was oh. a great bit of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Wally's like, I need to tell Cassie. And he's like, no, you need a lawyer. You need a yeah. lawyer. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. It, it, the next scene that Goldblum's in, he's like, have you told Cassie? Mm. And Bateman's like, no. And he's like, but we had a moment. There was a bit of energy. There might be something there for me. And he's like, ooh, yeah, explore that. What the fuck are you talking about, Jeff? (laughs) That made me laugh because I was like, okay, well, clearly this man's got a split personality and has no clue what's happening. Like from one conversation to the next, that was fucking hilarious. Uh, And the third laugh was Jeff Goldblum again at the birthday party playing the piano for happy birthday someone's mm-hmm. obviously it's got to have been sort of like late into the filming they were yeah. like you know can we just wrap this up let's just get it done yeah jeff you can play piano can you chuck us out a happy birthday and he's sitting there just having the time of his life doing this <laughs> jazzy sort of like mm-hmm. happy birthday to you it's the most jeff Goldblum <laughs> bit of music ever it, it literally boiled my piss i was just like oh i love it so jeff about it Goldblum. yeah i fucking loved it that made me laugh happy birthday to, to you, you. Like, ah, ah. amazing piss boy uh, cry count is zero i was a little bit sad with the pictures because i was like that's quite Why? sweet he misses his dad. He, he doesn't know his dad. He doesn't know his family. So he makes oh. up all these like weird little stories. I thought that was a bit sad. Oh. Um, but I didn't cry though, so that was good. Yeah. And then the sane adult count is the fucking zero. Everyone is broken. And the thing that bothers me about this, Rob, right. is that I don't mind. I, In fact, I encourage this because I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm broken brain. Yeah, yeah. And I really like seeing people tackle it head on and sort of try and do the whole turnaround and deal with their shit and it's it's it's, it's like inspirational yeah 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 and watching these people live out their lives in this alternate dimension where logic doesn't exist and crime doesn't exist apparently yeah yeah it just terrified me because i was like that th- yeah this can't be what people are this can't be people this can't be the human experience right this is a film where a man's shortcomings are not only validated but celebrated yeah dude he gets the girl he is a awful broken small man yeah and rather than having to learn or change the world around him changes and goes actually that's desirable yeah what the fuck like what just what the fuck what i put reason this is horrific right you know the 2020 uh elizabeth moss starring invisible man oh yeah right that dread of being Ooh. trapped in a in a toxic disgusting controlling relationship mm. she can't see him right but she's very aware of his presence. She knows it's there, but no one else yeah. can see it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sinister as shit. This is the inverse of that film. <laughs> she has no clue what's going on, and everyone can see him. This is the visible man. <laughs> it's just as toxic, just as dangerous, just as disgusting. Everyone but can everyone see can him. See it. That's and, fucking amazing. And she has no fucking clue that he's there. <laughs> 
Oh my god, that's incredible. Experience terror like you've never felt before. Experience terror like you've never seen. <laughs> Experience the visible man. <laughs> that's so good can we play a game dude i've got uh i've got request after request after request yeah for us to, to cover back. the switch for halloween yeah yeah yeah. so what i've done is i've ignored all of those yeah brilliant up until now because they were deafening <laughs> absolutely they were queued up no one was lined up around the block demanding <laughs> no. this film absolutely no one um no we've had a lot of people get in touch saying that they loved the thesaurus game Yep. So I've brought it back this week, what I've done. If you missed the thesaurus game, dear listener, we take a film title, we run it through a thesaurus, guess the fucking film title, right? Yeah. You ready? I've yep. done five normal, and I've done five spooky for the Halloween season. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that was a pretty good laugh, right? That's a pretty good laugh, yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good laugh. Might give me a run for my money. <laughs> oh, don't make me play with a tub of your cum in a sink. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thicket Goofy is the first one. Thicket Goofy? Thicket Why did that goofy. have to be the first one? Because <laughs> I heard it as Thick and Goopy. Um, yeah. Thicket Goopy Bush. Goofy. Yeah. Uh, Goof, not Goopy. No, goofy. I know. I, Gwyneth Paltrow's no longer in the room. Um, cool. Um, but her turtleneck so Bush. is. Oof. Oof. Um, Don't just say bush and then ooh. <laughs> um, thicket, bush. Think bigger. Uh, hedge, hedge. Bigger. bigger. Woods. B- uh, bright track. Thicket, thicket, thicket. Th- yeah. Right track with woods. You can yeah. walk a dog around the woods. You can't walk a dog in a thicket. What else can you call it? What else can you call the woods? Forest. Forest Gump. Hey, there, there she is. All right. You ready for this one? Yeah. Deity Elder. God. Upper. God. God. I don't Deity know. Deity Elder. Elder. Uh, elder. Elder. Parent. God parent. God. Uh, no, skip. Pass. Godfather. Godfather. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you said God parent, and I was like. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, certifiable. It's a one-word film. I'll certifiable. Give you, I'll give you a hint. Yeah. Certifiable. It's black and white. It's from the sixties. It's back out in cinemas for one night only. Think of the season. Psycho. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. All right. Uh, Twilight prior to first blush. Dawn. No wait. Twilight. Twilight. Prior to first blush. To first blush. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a clue. Toe sucking. Dusk till dawn. No, wait. That's exactly what it is, yes. Oh, really? Dusk till dawn. <laughs> Good shit, buddy. That was, I mean, right. I, it was like a one in 15 chance with Tarantino, wasn't it? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One in, you had one in nine. One in nine <laughs> shot. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, seething baloney. This is the last of the normal films, and then we're gonna do uh, fucking. We're gonna rip through the Halloween ones. Seething, seething baloney. Angry, mm. Mm. furious, mm. Um, seething, seething baloney. So sauce, so sausage or ham, or it's, don't think meats. Oh, nonsense. Baloney. Uh, yeah. Uh, nonsense. Crap. 
like uh, hot crap, dog shit. (laughs) Go down the animal route. Go down the animal route. Uh, uh, Bullshit. Bull. A raging bull. Raging bull. Yeah, buddy. There you go. God, I feel like I had a fucking stroke. Mate, this is a quick fire one now. You ready? Right. Halloween ones. Yep. Holler. Get out. Holler. 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 One word. Holler. Uh, shout. Also uh, known scream. as... Uh, scream. There you scream. go, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, insect net. Spider's web. Also known as... Spider... A cobweb. There you go, <laughs> buddy. Go listen to our cobweb episode now. Yay. Uh, gourd noggin. Pumpkin head. Yes, mate. I mean, that was obscure. Do you think I've seen Pumpkinhead? Yeah. I literally got uh, that from the words alone. Good. I wasn't even sure that was a film. <laughs> That's disgusting. We're watching Pumpkinhead <laughs> 1 and 2 for this Halloween. How dare oh, you? Of course it's um, a fucking sequel. Yeah, of course there is. It's mint. Fuck you. Uh, dr- <laughs> drowsy Bash Slaughter. Sleepy Hollow. Drowsy. Drowsy Bash Slaughter. Bash isn't like the action. Bash is like a party. I'm having a bash. Uh, yeah, okay, party. That, say so, that again. Party. Okay. So drowsy, bash, slaughter. Uh, sleepy party, kill. Slaughterhouse. Slot. Slaughterhouse. I'm gonna pull the trigger. I'm gonna put you out of your misery. It's slumber party massacre. What? Like I fucking dude. You got to remember who you're speaking to. Does it have French subtitles and is it in black and white? Fine. We'll watch Slumber Party Massacre 1 and 2. We'll oh, watch them both this Halloween. It's, it's fine. fucking sequel. So they, right. yeah, of course there is. It's mint. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, deception or delicacy? Lies. Piece piece. Lies or... Think of the season. Think of the season. Trick or treat. There we Yay, go. There he yeah, is. I, I haven't seen that either. I wasn't even sure that was a film. What the fuck, Rob? I don't watch... This is, out you're the of horror 10 guy. films... Out of... Yeah, you're the horror guy. Okay, so there's five that we need to watch out yeah. of the ten films that I brought to this game. No, 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 there's more than that because they've all got fucking sequels. What are you rating uh, the Switch, which mercifully does not have a sequel where he accidentally impregnates her again? No, now it's her sister. <laughs> oh, Julia <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this a two and a half out of ten because A... Mm-hmm. My trust issues can't handle yeah, yeah. how fucking rough this film is. Mm-hmm. B, uh, the two and a half comes from Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum and Jason Bateman being Jason Bateman. Yeah, uh, They're both incredibly charming. They're yep. almost incredibly charming enough yep. with each other to sort of yep. forgive them. And then the rest of the film happens and you're like, oh, no, no, right. it's not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, buddy? I don't know if I've done this before, Ben. Go. So I'm just going to get close to the mic. Mm-hmm. Zero. Ooh. Zero points for the Switch. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely understandable. Not. I think understandable. It is, I think this is the sort of film that mm-hmm. makes me dislike cinema when somebody goes, "We could Don't have call spent cinema." We, well, it makes me dislike Hollywood <laughs> when they go, "We could have okay. spent twenty million." on fucking anything and it would have been better than this you could have bought 20 million quids worth of condoms for rocks 
and it would mm. have been a better contribution to the human race than this yeah. nothing of a film. You could have bought $20 million worth of Freddo chocolate frogs yes. and gotten nine because they're outrageously expensive. Right <laughs> now. And I've, I've never been more offended in my life than walking into but a it's shop. But it's not just the money. It's not just the money that was wasted. It was the time I spent watching it yeah. and the time everyone who made it spent making it. That's nine months of Jeff Goldblum's life we could have had him do anything yeah. else and this is why i brought it to the table it's a cursed movie happy halloween if you want to watch something that makes you question what the fuck is happening yeah this is the one buddy horrific. truly horrific horrific if you want to break from the spooks this halloween season chuck on the switch guarantee you you will be disappointed this is the most disturbing <laughs> thing you could possibly watch this halloween yeah I, why this isn't on the disturbing iceberg is beyond me. Yeah, it fucking blows my because mind. Because it, it's not only disturbing, but everyone involved in it thought it was fine. That's the disturbing bit. It's totally accepted. Yeah. It's, it, that blows my fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. Have we got time for Comic Corner? I know it's a hefty one. We might have to, we might have to speak quickly. I can do it. Yeah. Uh, I had, we had a voice note from Jenny at the did boardroom, we? the boardroom cafe. We did indeed. Did we or did uh, you? <laughs> I did. Oh, I did. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so it's a, one of those comic corners where a listener you personally know gets, uh, gets, a I shine. went to the boardroom yesterday for a cake and a right, coffee. Okay. It's fucking delicious, by Is the way. Is this the bit where you've recorded someone having a conversation with you and you're going to crowbar it into the show? No, 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 no. This is, uh, John was at the, John, her husband was at the, uh, cafe and mm. Jenny was getting ready whilst listening to our show, uh, our Deer Hunter episode. Nice. And sent John a voice message to play to me because obviously she thought I was still in the, the cafe. Uh, so she was listening to the Deer Hunter when she was getting ready and it got to yeah. a point where we were talking about who we relate to most and who hit us hardest and mm -hmm. the, the moment where I have the little breakdown yeah, 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 and I get the little wobble couldn't hold it together I was I was too in the emotions you know what I mean yeah 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 talking about Nick and uh, she was like <laughs> she sent John this message saying can you tell Ben to play this message quietly Ben you bastard I've just spent <laughs> time getting ready I've just done my makeup and it got to the bit where you got emotional about Nick and it fucking made me emotional so Jenny first off I'm incredibly sorry for the mm. uh, for the emotions I can't control them. I don't mm -hmm. know what's happening. They are erupting from me, much like the psychosis from Jason Bateman in The Switch. But thank you for the voice note. It was lovely. Uh, it made me smile a great deal. And thank you for the coffee and cake at the cafe, because it is always fantastic down at the boardroom. <laughs> Go to that fucking cafe if you're ever in Telford. I'm telling you now. We One have had it. an email regards the mystery of my mystery? colleague, my colleague Anne. Shit! Having seen the film, yeah, famous yeah, 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 yeah. the famous film, stop that right now. Which, uh, if you were <laughs> listening, if you were listening to our Elysium episode, mm -hmm. you will know is my colleague's half-remembered film that may not exist. Yes, uh, involving a heist in Rotterdam with someone who's Irish, possibly Scottish, <laughs> and we had someone get in touch and ask if it was Sexy Beast. Oh, we also had somebody get in touch and ask if it was Collateral. Okay, we also had someone get in touch and ask if it was Collide. Okay, 
And drum roll, please. It is none of those. Fuck off. (laughs) I thought it would have been Sexy Beast. That kind of makes sense. I thought it might have been Stop that now. Stop that right now. Stop that right now. What? Stop that right now. No, it's 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 not. So so we okay. we're still we're still mystery. Go check out our releasing episode and get the details and see if you can tell what film my lovely, lovely colleague Anne is talking about. Do do do. Time for one more. Yes, we got a message from Ross Grant this morning. Love Ross Grant. Um in relation to our Deer Hunter episode. He says, very clever to get us so emotionally damaged with this entire episode <laughs> that when you deliver the killing blow of donating your sponsorship money to Mind, <laughs> that we have no defense left against it. Well played, my friends. I am now sobbing at work, much like Ben throughout the podcast, <laughs> which is fucking fantastic. And I was, I've gone back. We went back and forth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said that the, the the deer hunter had me in bits. The episode mm-hmm. had me in bits. I managed to pull myself together a little bit to record. Couldn't hold it together whilst recording. And donating the stuff to mind is because obviously our mental health is in the yeah, bin. Yeah. And it's it's we're lucky enough to have this outlet. So yeah, we're, we're very painfully aware that not everyone has that. Uh, as you said, you know, sorry for making you sob, buddy. And he put, oh, it's your own fucking damn fault for being so relatable. In this moment, I am literally both Ben and Rob. And I love that. I fucking love that so much, man. Next week, we will find some uh, criticism uh, because it's all getting too positive in here uh, for me. And yeah, leave us some like harsh reviews, man. Leave us like the person leaves us the harshest five star review gets read out. No, don't do that because that does stay forever. Leave the five stars and then message us the, the hate on our contact form at www.everymovieeverpodcast.com. Send us all the hate mail there. Mm. Or just a single insight. I miss the days in TikTok where somebody just... My favourite TikTok comment ever is just somebody just commented, shite. Love it. It's just <laughs> fucking great. Need more of that. <clears throat> um, that was Comment Corner. If you want to be part of next week's corner, it's very, very easy to get involved. Drop us a line on our TikTok, our Instagram, our Facebook. We have a Discord, which for people like me who had never heard the term before, mm. it's just WhatsApp with rooms it's chat rooms where you can chat to other listeners and and message us directly it pings our pocket it will literally notify us in the middle of a shift or a recording session your thoughts so join us on discord join us on tiktok join us on instagram leave a comment be featured in the show yay guys thank you so fucking much for hanging out with us this week it has been an absolute pleasure we hope we hope you have a great halloween keep it safe keep it spooky if you are going out drinking, uh, leave the Jason Batemans at home. You know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? And if you're throwing an insemination party this Halloween, maybe, maybe lock away the sample. And if you're trick-or-treating, I have my fingers crossed for you that some industrious soul has hidden drugs in it. Now, at this point of Who's the show... Who's giving away free drugs? No They're one so ever expensive. is. No I, one's giving away I, free do drugs. You know the, do you know the years I, I wasted trick-or-treating thinking that was the way to get drugs before I knew dealers? Bru- and it was always Same. just sugar. Same. Upsetting. Now, yeah. uh, I'm going to do what society always does and uh, just tell you to buy shit and watch shit and contribute to the economy. But in the meantime, mm. my co-host is going to do something much more valuable. He's going to thank you for the hour of your week that you've spent with us. If you've got this far, you've spent an hour. Thanks. And he's going to repay that kindness that you've given us by summing up the movie in a way that mm. 
gets you ready for your week ahead. A little yeah. life lesson, a little thought, a little amuse-bouche for the mind. Amuse-bouche. While I just tell you to consume. So, I don't really know where to start with a lesson from this film. <laughs> other, than, <laughs> other than maybe... I, 